Do you have an active sex life? PrEP is a once-a-day pill that prevents HIV and is now available at the Livewell PrEP Clinic on the south side at the Hub. PrEP is safe for men and women who have active sex lives and want to decrease their chances of contracting HIV. For more information about PrEP and the Livewell PrEP Clinic, call 205-324-9822 or go to www.gcbham.com and click on appointments. Or if you just need to get tested, call us. That's my computer now. I'm still at work. Oh, I like the light though. So what's up, what's up, what's up, folks? Uh welcome. We we welcome ourselves back. Uh this is <laughs> oh, yeah. Best Vesta Baby. Hey. I'm <laughs> coughing all day, so I understand. Coughing? I don't know. My allergies is just draining all down. <laughs> it well, rained in Georgia right now, and it rained, and then after it rained, it was just was horrible. Shoot, it was raining here. At least you ain't. At least you ain't got the Rona. Uh-uh. I'm vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. <laughs> and waxed and ready to relax. And all the above, and all the above. Get out in the streets. So, 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 y'all. This is our first uh, show since I think we tried to come back in January and. Just bull crap, but I think we're finally out of you know most of the woods. We still got some vines and cuckaburs in our hair, but we back. So what's been going on, with y'all? Did I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with you since you in Atlanta. What you doing in Atlanta? First of all, let's start there. Well, right now I'm just being the caretaker. It's not a, a pleasure trip. My brother had a little surgery, so I came down to. You know, help the children and you know, cook and those kinds of things. So I'm being nurse and nurse, nurse. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But as always, the only thing that's been going on for real in my life is work, 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 work. And, yeah. And I'm here and still working. So, you know, that's all. That's not, not too much to update on that. People are still stupid. And yes, you know. <laughs> okay, I, I grant you that because people are still stupid. Kwame, what about you, girl? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I'm COVID's way. That's it. <laughs> you know, I wish more people would do that. Um, but you know, we still got these folks. But I'm gonna let that be all. So, um, I guess, I guess we just go into the foolish system, the nonsense. Um. Well, you ain't telling what do you have going on? You ain't. Ooh, I have my life has changed a lot since the last time we've all been together. So, like, um, work, um, you know, uh, I didn't even think about that, but yes, it has. Air, like, air, look at my room. You, you ain't even seen this room, hey, Child, what is that? What it's a bed, it's a light. What's on? Oh, oh Oh, yeah. Your name yeah, your name plate is covered. Oh. I will cover. Um, I don't see how that, but okay. He made the bed up for this right here because he don't make no bed up. I do. No, no, I do make the bed up now. Like, I do make the bed up now. <laughs> I make the bed up. I cook. You should see the house. You'd be so proud of me. Like, literally, like, it's clean. I'm going to send you a picture of Maurice's room. Like, literally, I have learned to be an independent person. Mm-hmm. Um, my check, my checkbook balance. I had no problems. <laughs> like I have, I've become an independent person. Well, good at the tender age of fifty. Oh, uh, fifty-four and a half. <laughs> Very good. 
You know, everybody, your time is your time. Don't let nobody rush you. Your time is your time. Very good. I'm, I'm with Quan. Now I'm shaking my head at myself because I'm too damn old. <laughs> well, I was saying that for the rest of the people. Don't never let nobody oh, yeah. tell you it's too late to get it together. You can and don't be me. Never too late to get it together. But don't be me. But we glad you're getting it together. <laughs> but don't yeah, be me. <laughs> we are glad. You know, it might take you a while. And we're going to shake our head. It took you so long. But we glad you got it. But yeah, you know, I, I, bought, I bought a motorcycle a couple weeks ago. I didn't. Um... Now, see, now that's the part I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you understand that? You don't understand the midlife crisis when you see that's it. exactly what I was saying. I understood that part. That's why I don't understand. No, my no, my midlife crisis was in my forties when I bought that convertible. That just oh. screams midlife crisis. Uh-uh, I think like, that was a little crazy. No, no, that was my midlife crisis. Like right now, I'm at a point where I can buy the shit that I want, so I'm gonna buy it. Like that's where I am right now, and I can afford it. So that's what that's where I am right now. And I've always had, I, well, I, I grew up riding motorcycles. You know me and my Uncle David you know, used to ride motorcycles when you were a little girl, Quanah. Tania, Daddy. Oh, you was way too young then. No, I know. Damn. I remember David and, and, and worked and played where I would call. Ask your, your granddad. No, he used to deliver the Birmingham Times on my Yamaha 250. That's Vet. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Kwana, how the children doing? They um did they ever go back to school or they gonna wait till the fall? No, they'll go back when they're vaccinated, vaccin vaxed and waxed and ready to learn. <laughs> so they'll be um they'll be getting vaccinated next week and hopefully they'll be um it's cause I want them to be fully vaccinated by their birthday in July. And so they'll be going back though in the fall, but they won't be going back until they're ready. Mm -hmm. how, how old are the twins now? They'll be 16 next month. Ooh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Y'all is old. Y'all is old. You old. You, your mama old. She is. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> my, young, my youngest 16, my oldest 35. So, I mean, you know, I'm old. I'm old. You are old. <laughs> but, um, I'll give it. But let, but let me ask you this though. So like, let's let's spend a moment talking about like this last year. Like, y'all remember? Like, I actually listened to our podcast we did last year around this time, and I'm not gonna say that we sounded. I don't think we ever sounded hopeless, but we sounded like we had some we had for some rough weather, and I'd be damned if it really wasn't a rough year. Like, it was a really yeah. really rough year, like a really rough year. Um. You know, the amount of people who died, the amount of jobs lost, like just people's lives just got turned upside down. And I just have to say, y'all know I ain't super duper preacher, but I mean, thank God that I didn't I didn't experience that much loss or that much turmoil. You know, we all had our things that we had to do, you know, doing last year. But I mean, it's just it was it could have been worse. That's that's what I want to say. It could have been worse. And I'm I'm totally cognizant of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And but what's crazy is most of my loss didn't happen from COVID. Like between January and now, I have been to like seven funerals. Yeah, I went to a lot of funerals this past year. Too many. I have gone to like, and, but and the thing about it, none of them were from COVID. None of them were from, from COVID. Old and young, but it was just crazy. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm
Scroll has a Facebook post today for that family of four, the mother and her kids that died in the lake and seeing those caskets sitting up there, I just couldn't, I mean, it's just been so much. Somebody died in a motorcycle accident. Somebody got, two people got shot. One person in front of his baby in the car. Just, it's been so much death all around us for the past over a year. I mean, <coughs> really out of, it's out of hand at this point. You, but, but you know the other thing, Quan, and you probably are aware of this too, though, but because of the sensationalizing that our news does, like last year was a bad year for deaths, not just COVID, but like deaths in general. But we mm -hmm. just didn't hear about it because everybody was talking about COVID, 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 COVID. Unless you know, close to you, like Derek was talking about, you know, yeah, people, you know, people just dying. Yeah, I had made a post last week because, like, in two days, I found out two people that I was pretty good friends with died. Had another friend who had a damn stroke, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's yeah. it's just it's too much. It's just too much. And our folks is cutting up. I know um, we might not be talking about this shit, but they, I, I, I just want all the guns to just melt or something. I don't know what, like, the people are just cutting up as it relates to shooting folks and just killing folks. I, it's, um, I don't know if they, it's been on the news there, but here there is one, um, one of the cities or suburbs or that's a part of Atlanta that wants to secede and like become their own separate from Atlanta because they just want to be separate from like some kind of way separate themselves from all the stuff that's going on. I'm sure those are white people. And but um, guess what? And and part of me understand exactly what <laughs> what I mean I don't care what color they are, I understand what the hell because hell if they let me come, let me go to if this is gonna be the land of milk and honey, and we gonna let me come. So and if it's that easy to get away from it, I would be all for it. But it's like everywhere. It doesn't matter where yeah. you go. It's like Yeah, I mean you're right, it doesn't matter where you go. And they have and they have crime, they just don't talk about it. But I mean, not even that. It's just like everywhere you go, even for them, like it could be on whatever side of town, people are just getting killed. Like it's just happening all over the place. Because it was somewhere, I don't know, probably North North Alabama, where the man killed the people in the house. Like, it's just, it's it's happening everywhere. It's not, it's not, um, you know, it, it's obviously, it's um, something that could directly affects us that we're, you, you know, not not necessarily the hood, but in, in the hood. But, I mean, it's like, it's happening all over. It's just, I mean, it's, period. it's just horrible. These mass shootings. FedEx. Um, the man went and killed the people at FedEx and somebody at the grocery store. It was just like it's happening everywhere. The children that ran away from the shelter. The, the I want to talk, talk about that. I, I want to talk about that on a whole political segment. Oh, I, that's political. Okay, but I, I want to talk about. I, I want. I want to talk about that right there on a whole different level. So we're gonna talk about that on our on, on the in the second in the second segment. We definitely need to talk about them because that that was a lot. That was a lot. Ah, oh, but yeah, I don't know. And me, like now my um my office is on Stillman's campus. I work on Stillman College campus. And talking to some of these little young folks, they have no common sense. They have no like skills. They have no conflict resolution. It's just from zero to a thousand. But then, that's but that's part of the that's that's part of the violence too, though, Derek. 
is the fact that no, that they. I'm not gonna say nobody taught them any conflict resolution skills, but they Most definitely don't them. use them. Most no, they ain't never get in. Don't know. They've never had it. A lot yeah. of these kids that that are out here, a lot of them are, you know, what what the typical stereotype is of being talking <laughs> about it or absent parents or parent working too much or whatever. But a lot of these kids that are out here committing crimes grew up in the goddamn suburbs. A lot yeah. of these kids grew up in homes where they had things, they were sheltered, they and there were no consequences. These schools and and they have decided still to go out here and act a fool. So you know, it's just across the board. I just feel like we've collectively, as a collective, we have been failing. Our parents failed us in a lot of regards, and we have continued that pattern on down to our children with um, giving them too much, not making them have to earn anything, not having to work for anything, taking up for them when they were wrong at school, and then thinking that that's going to play and roll over into life. And it just it has, does it, not. It does not. Work it does not. So, I do want to say this happened several times in my community with kids from this community who which is a nice you know nice community middle class community and these kids still get out here and act a damn fool like they ain't never been raised by nobody i just want to say real quick since we're doing this live if you guys are watching you want to comment feel free to comment ask questions in the box i'm gonna try to check them out on facebook uh on our pages as they occur but yeah i i told i totally agree because a lot of times we do seem to think that it's just for people who are like living in poverty people don't have a lot of education and now we're seeing it literally from just about everybody everybody yeah and and the worst part about it is how the ripple effect of it all you know mm -hmm. somebody else's choices affecting other people if it was where you could just go out and shoot your damn self or shoot your homeboy and, it, 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 and that's fine <laughs> innocent bystanders getting killed people just going to work today getting killed people just driving like this woman was driving on in california somebody cut her off and then shot at a car and a six-year-old was killed she's taking her baby to school like it just it's where we have an epidemic of violence in this damn country and yeah, obviously that's you know political that they ain't gonna do shit about it but it also is in us as people we are violent in by nature this is how we have come to be and so it's just we are at like it seems like we're at a point where it's just all out awful <laughs> all out crazy <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> having children having teenage boys you know kids that are starting to go out and hang out with friends and drive and riding the, ride the car young you know friends and family that are driving that kind of stuff it's it's terrifying as a parent yeah. You know, so yeah, but you know, children, and I ain't going. <laughs> well, I want to tell you, as a father and a grandfather, like it's just as my kids, <laughs> my grandkids around the same age. Like it's really interesting to watch the differences in the kids and watch which some do and some don't. Even that they've been like in the in the same type of environment, <laughs> but it's but I mean back to what you were saying, Quanta. Like you only have to be part of the mess just to get caught up in it. You all right? I told y'all I'm draining off through here. Hold on, I'll be right back. Keep talking. Yeah, do that. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and let's take you out the studio until you get your life together because you are doing something. Oh, girl. 
But um, but yeah, like and and are your boys driving yet? Not yet, and I'm not rushing them. And I'm thank I'm actually happy they're not. Well, my boys aren't, but my granddaughter had kids, and it's just like it's it's just like I said, it's just different, like watching them be who they are. But it still scares the crap out of you mm-hmm. that your child is driving. You know, they and got even who are and riding in the car with them. It's like. I need to know what time you get there, where y'all going, what time you get there. Let me know when you're headed home so I can calculate that. And I got to <laughs> teach you how to behave as a passenger, you know, what to do if the police stop you. I need to be called immediately. You know, like you need to be recording, like all of this stuff. Like this is just it's right. crazy. So they're not rushing to drive and I'm not damn rushing them because my nerves are bad enough as it is. I think I think the worst thing about this is that we have to prepare our ch- children a little differently than other folks, and, and right. I'm gonna talk about a lot, and we'll talk about that when we come back from our break. But I, I did want to say this: um, I was thinking about uh, my granddaughter driving, and I was like, Tony, like you had a go kart at twelve, I had a motorcycle at fourteen, I had a car at sixteen, and. I was actually driving through like my old paperboy route the other day, just feeling a little nostalgic. Um, going by your granddad and them house, going on down by Miss Ruth Crowd and them. Going, and I was like, my mama and them really didn't care about me a whole lot because I would have been scared to death knowing my child was out there on a two wheel like crotch rocket. I, drove, <laughs> I was driving before my grandmother died. She died when I was ten. So we know we just lived in a different world. My uncle had, you know how, let me be yeah. driving down 10 mil in my little two-seater and <laughs> we just did you know we were you know what hell we used to ride on the back of a pickup truck on in the trucks all the time all the time <laughs> we didn't know damn danger like that like i mean the way it is now we did not live like this and that's, that's no we did I, not I feel sad for my kids like i tell them all the time you know y'all y'all have y'all y'all don't have a childhood you know, like we yeah. did. Y'all don't have that because you don't get to experience the stuff that we did, that innocence. They don't they will never have they that. would never know that. They will they never know they that. Ooh, what y'all talking about? The children eating uh honey suckers. Trust people to give you children. Oh, not at all. They're going to have some codeine in their damn bebop. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, look, we're going to go into our first break. Uh, Y'all, we're going to go dark for a minute, and then we'll be right back. I'm going to take y'all out of the studio, and we will be back in a second. Do you have an active sex life? PrEP is a once-a-day pill that prevents HIV and is now available at the Livewell PrEP Clinic on the south side of the hub. PrEP is safe for men and women who have active sex lives and want to decrease their chances of contracting HIV. For more information about PrEP and the Livewell PrEP Clinic, call 205-324-9822 or go to www.gcbham.com or click on appointments. Or if you just need to get tested, call us. Something is wrong with you. Woo! Okay, so I roamed in the red sea. Oh yes. Oh, you done went live. Wait a minute. You said go live. You just said go live. You know oh. what you was doing. Oh <laughs> Quanda gotta get us bang together. You, you went too fast. Come on. Uh baby, I don't care. <laughs> 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 I don't care 
No. Okay, so so we want to apologize for those technical difficulties. I don't know what happened when we went out, but uh, we'll probably just stay on and not worry about that again. Um, so I wanted to talk about, in our political segment, the incident that happened in Florida. So, Kwana, I, 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 can, I can't believe you ain't heard about this. So there was an incident in Florida in which these two kids escaped this foster care agency. They broke into somebody's house, stole some goods, not just any types of goods, but like, Machine guns, like the AK forty-seven. They had an arsenal in these people's house. Yes, yes. They they broke in the folks' house, stole these goods, and let me just tell you what the what the bullshit was. When you hear the police talking to them, put the gun down. I don't want to shoot you. Put the gun down. And I'm like, what? And it took them forever to say it. But you know, these kids were not black. Because Tamir Rice got shot up with police two seconds into a park with a toy gun. They knew these children had broken these folks' house. They knew these children had these guns. And they did. They ended up sniping the little girl, but they didn't kill them. And the little boy ended up surrendering. And my problem with this is, just like when them white people were up there pissing and shitting on the Capitol walls, Y'all knew not to shoot them. Y'all know not to shoot these two little white children with these serious, like, man-killing weapons. Why we keep having these issues with y'all shooting black people? Why? You know, we're, we're not racist. I don't know what else to call you if you're not racist. I don't know what else to call you. Because we always find a way not to shoot white people doing the same stuff. Like, if you a white person got shot by the police, you was really, really seriously asking for it. Like we can be running the other way and get shot in the back, and the and and it be upheld. Like the people, the police officers who do this have no consequences. So, what's yeah. the incentive to stop doing it? I mean, you can't train people not to be this. This is an internal thing. This is you see black people as a threat. You see black people as something to fear. You see black people as something to control. That. Who, whose lives you can just play around with and you can take them if you want to. So, and if there are no consequences for that, um, you know, once in a blue moon, somebody actually gets convicted of killing a black person, there's no incentive to not be this way. And everybody keeps talking about changing and training and you can't, un you cannot train people not to be this. This is what you, uh, this is just, this is an internal thing. This is a belief system. And if you don't root this out at the point of hiring these people on to work for your forces, it's not going to matter. And you have so many independent forces all around the country. It's hard to get some type of consistency if it's not done at a federal level. So it's a it's a major problem. Well, I, all I can say sis, is that you are absolutely right, because like I, I, I don't like the. Um, the fact that, that people think they can train themselves out of stuff too. Like we're doing this racial equity training. We're doing this diversity training. We, you're still racist. You're just racist with a little bit more knowledge that you're not going to use. Like that's that's what I see and hear when I hear people talking about that. Well, you know, we, we're doing diversity, inclusion. you teaching people stuff that first of all, they already know and they've already chosen to ignore. They already know it and they've already chosen to ignore it. And then you think they're supposed to make a difference. Derek, you like you want to say something. Oh, I'm just, um, uh, I, I agree with y'all. And I'm just, it, 
bothers me that we have to continue to have these conversations. And the fact that these conversations have to be had, these things have to be pointed out. And not, you know, it just that that part that, you know, gets me. And then the on top of that, the when the people that don't want to understand the position that we would be coming from when we talk about these issues, what the problem is, and the, and the people that just <clears throat> disregard that, and the what abouts, and the other being that, just listen to what the hell I'm saying about this. This is what I'm talking about at this moment in this situation. So, you know, I, that, that's just why this kind of stuff upsets my shalala. Mine too. All in my Shangri-La too. But like I, I just like I just don't I just don't get it. But Kwana, you're right. They need to stop hiring them. I think if they did a deep dive into at least seventy percent of white men working for the police, I'm pretty but sure they the, all in these. But the thing is, the people hiring them are the ones that get. I mean, they're on the same boat. I mean, this yeah. is this, when, when we talk about being. This, people say systemic. What that means to me is this is something that has come down from generations like this is in your not to me the system isn't the the, the system of policing it's your system it's in your system your makeup that's what this is so the people that are hiring you just as damn racist and biased as you are what the like they're not going to change policies if they if they believe that our lives are expendable as well if they're on facebook posting this shit and in all these different private groups and um, you know, all of this different stuff, making comments, because just, just the other day, the Birmingham Police Department shared a post with a black police officer holding the one-year-old who was in the car when the shootout started at the gas station that killed these two friends yesterday or the day before. And the police officer, the person who shared it was a police officer, a white man because I went to his Facebook page because it was shared from a person's Facebook page. And in that post that he made showing the picture of the black officer, he made it a point to say that this officer, we have bled together, we fought together, we this, we that. And basically saying, you know, like don't follow this narrative because they love to put it on the media and say that this is a media problem. And, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, like basically I'm the protector and I'm not the, uh, uh, you know, I'm not your enemy. You know, and as you keep reading, you know, he got posts about how he grew up in a mostly African-American community and like he's gotten in trouble with black kids and gotten in trouble with white kids. And all of this um, very um, passive aggressive victimhood of him basically being a white police officer and being blamed for things that he doesn't feel he should be blamed for. While I can understand your feelings, I don't like to be blamed for shit. I don't goddamn need to be blamed for neither. And if I would like to, we want to hold up who problem-wise your feelings about being a goddamn white police officer and having people maybe not treat you nice and they don't know you really from the hood or just being a fucking regular old-ass black person from wherever you from and being treated the same as some kill a criminal off the street by police i feel like i'm a, my shit outweighs yours so yeah yeah it, 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 these type of things run deep in the system of people and so this it's a it's a problem that is going to take way more than <laughs> 
surface level shit to change. It's somebody that's going to have to go in on a federal level and make some deep, serious changes that are going to affect everybody. Yeah, and it's really, um, and you know, Here, yeah, turn your TV down. I ain't got no TV on. I, I hear something. I don't know what it is. I thought it was. What did you talk about? Nothing. Keep going. I'm sorry. My bad. Then the voices in your head talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're being nice to me today, so leave me alone. Whatever. Oh, uh, you made me forget what I was gonna say. You scared me. <laughs> but no, but we're, we're talking about the police officer playing the victim. Oh well, you know. So I have a cousin that works. Um, he was a Birmingham police officer. He works homicide. He used to be undercover, all that kind of stuff. And we like actually have conversations. Like I ask questions. When I don't understand stuff, I ask questions. And he's one that I can say, or like he'll give me an official answer or what happened. I'd be like, well, that's a bunch of bullshit. Because <laughs> um, that's why people, you know, feel the way they feel about him. Mean, and in that, because he's done, again, like you said, he's one of the, what he is actually what the white officer um, said. Like, he's the one that grew up in the hood. He's done all that kind of stuff. But those officers would never say that. Right. They're just out there doing the job, doing the work. And my, like, I, he would, I can't say he was, but he would be like, he would be like you know, sir, you, that's a bunch of bullshit. You know what goes on behind the scenes and all the other kind of stuff and what we do. There are some officers that do a, they got a passion for the people. But then there's a whole bunch of them that's got a bunch of bullshit and they just mixed all together. And yeah. the ones that are about the people, they don't feel like they have any power. And, you know, if, and the, the internals don't want the um, culture to change, because if the culture changes, then they'll be held accountable for a whole bunch of crap. And there's no and they they don't don't, want accountability. They don't want accountability. That's a whole lot of it. They don't want accountability. They've, they they've been in the Wild Wild West for all this time, for the entire time that the police force has existed. It's been the goddamn Wild Wild West. And we have been the people that have been being hunted all this, all these many, many decades, centuries probably. And so this is just what it is. And it's hard for them to accept change. But that was part of my problem with this police officer that made this post. Because really, he was making it about himself instead of this black police officer that was holding this little black baby. Basically, yeah. The kind of, this is the shit they do. And, and as much as he feels like he's one of us and he's wanted to express that, no, I'm one of you. I'm not. The it's victim. not. It's in you to think like yeah. I'm a victim because I'm not. I don't. I'm not negating the fact that police officers feel attacked because they are being attacked. I don't. I'm not negating that. And I'm not negating the feeling of a police officer who is really out here just trying to do their job, being treated like shit by people, being, you know, you know, you know how how people are, are treating them. Because yeah. I have had black police officers tell me that they're being, you know, pulling people over and they tell me, well, don't shoot me, you know, like all of this stuff. So it, it goes both ways, but I'm sure that it is worse for white police officers. But I also recognize your inability in, in as a white person to recognize the larger picture that yeah. your problem is not us your problem is right. not the motherfucking people your problem is your goddamn brothers in blue who acting the goddamn fool call it call them out you don't need to yeah. prove to us that you are one good guy 
or that there are a thousand good guys or a million good guys, you need to be one of the motherfucking people saying, for the 10 goddamn million bad guys, y'all get the fuck off the force so we can do our job. Yeah. <clears throat> the problem to the people saying, well, you should understand me. How in the fuck I'm going to recognize you as a good guy when you got in the same motherfucking uniform as the motherfucker shot somebody in the back? Absolutely. Absolutely. I empathize with you, but that's not the position that you should hold. But he couldn't mm-hmm. help because it it's in his goddamn system. Yeah. Darren, let me say this about the, 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 and it's interesting because now I see that there's a playbook for this. Like every time, every time they do something, there seems to be some sort of playbook that they're all speaking out of. Because when I, the incident that I was telling you about with those kids in Florida, the police chief said the exact same thing almost. He was like, I just want to know what kind of world we got into where a 14 year old or 12 year old thinks it's okay to shoot at the police. It's the world where the police thinks it's okay to kill folks willy nilly. That's the world we're in. Yeah. That's why. But they, they love they love playing the victim. Like we did nothing to cause this at all. I'm, I'm reading this book. You can't see outside of your, your actions as an individual. Do you understand? If I feel Absolutely. part of, of a company and, and, and I work customer service, when the customer calls in and say, y'all this and y'all, my, y'all mess up my bank account, they ain't be talking to me. conversation and say you know what my bad i'm, I'm really not upset with you i'm upset with the bank hey, so goddamn police officer can you not understand that you are part of the motherfucking machine you are part of the system the bigger picture so when you are, 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 that, that reflection that's coming back at you is coming back at the system not as you as an individual but when i read this white man page and seen all, <laughs> all over his shit i said see this right here is the motherfucking this passive aggressive bullshit he doing on here? This savior, I'm, 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 I'm not the, I'm not the enemy. Shit, he doing. This what they do. Yeah. And my big problem I, is, if you pointed that out to them, you he wouldn't get it and wouldn't understand. It. It. Wouldn't and that would be, and that would be. And now, if you listen, if it was somebody that would listen, be like, oh, okay, and that's it. And you know, and there may be one or two that might get it. But, but they but they want they, but but they want again these playbooks have not changed since like the emancipation because they want to have something that they can say that they are marginalized on for someone to say that I'm a white male in the United States and I'm being I'm being discriminated against get the, get out of here how, how you you run you run literally everything how are you being discriminated against, sir? Answer that for me. Well, people don't like us. Well, you're giving people enough reasons not to like you. You give them plenty of reasons not to like you. We're reading this book, Quanda, called um, White Rage by Dr. Carolyn Anderson. And it's really like five chapters talking about anytime black people have made progress, how white people like lash back out. And like literally the history that we taught is bullcrap. Like it, they should just burn up every history book we got and start back over because all of it is crap and garbage. But this book has made me feel like such an idiot because I didn't. There were so many things that I thought I knew that I didn't know. Like with the Emancipation Proclamation, we all know Lincoln didn't really want to do it. He did it because he felt like he had to. But did you know this son of a gun had a meeting with W. E. Du Bois and like four other black men and were like, "Hey, 
we're gonna need y'all to move down here to Chukachura down here in, in, in Panama because this whole civil war, it was your fault. It was your fault because y'all were slaves and we need y'all to get out of here and so we can have this white country. That's what Lincoln did. So when I hear people talking about, well, you know, the new Republican party isn't the party of Lincoln. Yes, it is. It's, it's the party of Lincoln. It's the party of Reagan who brought in drugs into to the inner city so that they could finance this war in Central America. That's Reaganomics, but then, but then you will hear white people say, well, you know what, this new Republican Party, they're not part of Lincoln and Reagan. Yes, hell, they are. They are exactly the party of Lincoln and Reagan. Like, they are synonymous with it. That's part of the problem with revisionist history. Woo. Because even the new, you know, the former Republicans, the never Trumpers, the Republicans with some sense who those of who still call themselves Republicans or who will admit to having previously been a Republican before the shit just completely went off the rails. They don't want to own shit like the Tea Party. They don't want to own shit like Reagan and, and they don't want to own the reality that this has been happening. Like y'all have been a part of this. You help get to Trump. This is Trump did not come out the fucking clear blue sky and drop down Absolutely on the not. He did not. This is Absolutely not. years and years and years and years, decades of all of y'all and the way that you have legislated, the way that you have um seen us, because those those have do who have to me a lot of them have been awakened, and a lot of it came honestly came after George Floyd. A lot of them really had no clue before then. You know, as, as frustrating as that is, a lot of them really just did not have a clue. And um, let's blow and some Trump um, <clears throat> sprinkled in there too. Yeah, yeah, but but a lot of them are still having to get called out when they're on these TV shows and talking about basically trying to start at January sixth or start at twenty sixteen. Nick, absolutely not. This is no, this has been y'all since before. It really, really came to pass when Barack Hussein Obama was uh elected twice. So yes. this is really, really it, we we probably could not have had anything other than Donald Trump. And y'all got me missing Obama on CNN. He was talking to Anderson Cooper tonight. They recorded it. Yeah, but <laughs> But that, but that's that that's a part of it. And to me, when you are trying to correct something, when you are trying to move forward, you have to own your past. Like you gotta own what you did wrong. You cannot it's like apologizing and apologize for today when you've been doing shit to me for forever. You gotta own that these things that happened in the past helped us get to this place. And I accept my role in whatever it was before. And going forward, this is what I plan to do. And this is how I plan to correct something that I was a part of. I maybe did not realize or understand the negative impacts of my participation in this, or I thought it was something else and it turned out this fine. Because a lot of white people will say, why, why am I getting blamed for something that my ancestors did? Bitch, are you asking us that? Are you asking us that, really? You got the you gotta own these things that you have benefited from directly and indirectly. And that's how this bartender that you got in your background. I'm sorry. Hmm. Oh. This shaking not stirred in your background. 
Okay, I got a question. Excuse me. Go ahead. I, I, can we uh, slide on because my nerves on that? My nerves bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got my for my politics. I just have a question for the people, and maybe y'all can help me because y'all pay attention to news like I do. Somewhat, you know. My only question is, what happened to all the um, Andrew Cuomo stuff? What 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 should have the goddamn happened to? It never should have been a thing. I mean, I was googling and stuff. The only recent story about Andrew Cuomo is they uh still trying to get CNN to, and this was like two weeks ago. Still trying to get CNN to do something to um his brother, his brother for you know coaching him on what to say. Now, what the fuck don't have a brother that you are your you a governor? Your brother is not only a national TV personality but also a lawyer. How Bam. your brother not gonna tell you what Bam. to say and how to say it? I'm sitting here listening to this shit like, do you fucking think I would let y'all destroy my fucking brother? And I'm watching this shit. And I just sat up here and reported on all the other people you've done before him, and I know how it's gonna go. And you think I ain't gonna tell my brother <laughs> what to say and what not to goddamn say and what pitfalls to try to avoid you? Motherfucking right, I'm gonna tell him. And that's what I would have told them from Greece. You goddamn right, because all of this shit was some bullshit to fucking begin with. And I told y'all you can run the motherfucking tape back. I told y'all about this believe the women bullshit. I told y'all it was some bullshit because you cannot do that. You cannot lay a blanket across something and say just because you said it and you got a pussy that you were goddamn telling the truth. You can't. All these people Wait a minute. What they got going? What they got? Small of my back. What <laughs> they had to have on a goddamn backless damn outfit and how the fuck you hug somebody? How the fuck do you hug somebody when you walk up to them? You greet them. Sweaty backs at fucking parties. Did you walk up to somebody and you, you know, you just in it, you know, you just kind of walk up and like, honey, and you got all the news you wanted. You got all the fucking coverage that you wanted. All of it. Now, if you wanted to get on the train and say he was an asshole and he was arrogant and he was doing this and he, uh, you know, intimidated people and threatened people, go down there. I can believe that. Yeah. All of this other shit. Please get the fuck out of here. Please. I can believe that. He intimidated me out of my job. Yeah, I can believe that. He did it because he did it. <laughs> that man, that Asian man came out and said he called me. I was giving my baby a bath. <laughs> 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 he did. He did. He did. He did. He did. But there. trimmed and burning because they're getting mad at him about lying about a few deaths in a nursing home whereas the orange fart rabbit the orange fart rabbit the commander in chief the president of these here united states got his skunk 
had to pay when, but on TV every freaking day and told the American people lies. And y'all want to talk about Cuomo. What the hell? to get wind of some stuff because they were weaponizing things against him because as they do everything because people were watching damn Cuomo instead of watching him so you cannot talk about this pick, stuff out of context pick me pick me pick me pick me pick me okay so like when, when, when we first went in on the COVID last year I went to Alabama Department of Health's website and every day they had a listing of the people who died people who were hospitalized all this why the number of people who died changed from day to day? Like, and sometimes they went backwards. Like, did these people come at the life? Yeah, we, or what? All of it was fucked up. And, and let me just tell you this, though, they did. You made a great point earlier. Everybody did the same thing. If, we, if they died in the nursing home, then we're not going to count them in the, in the state's total. They did. Everybody, Everybody did that. Everybody did that. There was no uniform way to calibrate or even manage right. this from the top down because, because had we no had an idiot for president. Yeah. Just wing it. Why are we acting like we don't remember that all of this shit was laid in governor's lap? They just had to figure the shit out. They didn't know what the fuck to do. And they had no guidance from the federal level. None. So I'm so sorry. None. I am so fucking sorry. But every time I saw that story, and I'm thinking back to my memory and all that good, but I can remember a year ago. And where we were sitting and I was sitting in this chair watching that damn TV every fucking day watching the show. So I don't give a shit about what I'm I don't. Right. Because for yeah. me, 
more lives were saved because he was where in a position he was in than were lost. So I'm so sorry. And that's not to negate anybody's family member dying, but baby, please. Shit. I was just wondering what happened to all the stories because ain't nobody saying nothing. Because it was bull crap. I know it was bull crap. I was just, you know, bringing it up. I like yeah. it. But but you know, but you know the other thing though, Quan, and we talked about this when we had those other cases when like when people when people lobbed these charges at people. The Democrats are the absolute weakest when it comes to having the backbone. Now they're not as weak as these Republicans around here kissing Trump's ass, but they come pretty damn close. Because they got a backbone to keep kissing his ass and look like a goddamn fool. You got <laughs> to have a backbone to keep looking like a fool like that on purpose. You got to, to do it on purpose. You can't be weak to be that dumb on purpose. <laughs> but but <laughs> but I'm like you but but you're right. But like they don't like if someone says somebody says to me automatically, you gotta lose your position. Like we still got Matt Gates. Matt Gates got somebody who to turn yeah, on him. Yeah. Wait, but wait, wait. They made Al Franken lead. They made all, Democrats get rid of their folks real quick. They got Matt Gates in a child sex ring. His father the told on him. He still is in the doggone Congress. And he doing a little tour, but I think Matt Gates the one with the goddamn girls in the pizza uh, shop in the basement. He all did. of them have the pizza shop in the basement. <laughs> in the pizza shop in the basement, people. And he looked like, I am, I'm sorry, but he looked like a child molester. He just looked like he going to be on Inside Edition. Uh, like he one of the people that be on now. But you look at the Secretary of State here in Alabama. What is it, John Merrill? Yeah. They came out with all this woman, came out with all these salacious details about how she was having an affair with him and all the stuff he liked, and he liked butt play, and he liked this and that and the third. Girl, wait a minute, what was that? What? I missed all of that. I don't listen. I don't listen to local news though, for real. But this is after Love Gov. Now we got a Love Secretary of State. Yes, our Secretary of State's mistress came out, and I'm talking about. She said all the words. She gave all the details on recording, and they released the recordings. Go look for it. It's out there. Oh, you know what? I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, because they, they're, I believe they were there. But what about Jesus, though? What about Jesus? They love Jesus. Listen, they love Jesus. To prevent him from running for governor. And that was the story that needed to come out about him. But this is what I say about all these they people. They're all just sexually repressed because they spend so much time trying to tell other people what to do with their dinglings and their. Wing wings and their v VJJs. <laughs> their hoo-haws and meanwhile. That their shit that they think they're doing behind closed doors keeps coming out and keeps coming back to haunt them. Why don't you just be honest with who and what you are and how you feel? And it's okay. Because this is the type of environment that we've grown up in, up in in these overly religious, overly idiotic damn states in all these different places. You know what you have been told to vilify sex and sexual feelings and sexual exploration and all of this and god forbid you be gay my jesus christ Woo, not so, the sisters you know, not the sisters hello please mm -mm. don't be a sissy my god so but what's crazy is in tuscaloosa it's more accepting than you to be assisted and be black well, well that, that that's everywhere we're talking about the white gays later keep going corner 
I'm just saying, we got child. I had the white people calling to do um black stuff, and they'd be surprised at the response they be getting. They'd be like, "What? Black lives matter?" They were like, "No, ma'am." <laughs> no, that does not surprise me. But it does not surprise us at all. My my thing is, this is the this is what you get when you live this way, when you legislate legislate this way, when you go sit in these churches that are where the preachers having more relationships with people in the church than anybody else. Well, you got yes. standing up in these um, mega churches right here in Alabama who have having whole ass relationships with men. It's just- uh, not- It ain't even got to be no mega church. It's the church on the corner. I'm just saying, I'm just saying- Don't start talking there. Those that have these audiences where you are standing here preaching something that you're not living. And it's it's like this is that that type of repression, you know. A lot of a lot of times, absolutely, out in a violent way or in you know just just harmful, self destructive ways. But this is why it's because <laughs> of this bullshit that you've been taught out of the bible. What it, you know, they put everything on the bible. So, but that's what they that's what they get the rights to they say to say and do all the shit that they've done to people to repress other people when they're sitting here living these same type of lives, honey. It's and that ain't even what they taught the Bible taught them to do. Honey, if you just mind your goddamn business and that, what's see? going on in between your legs and don't worry see? about what's going on in between nobody else's legs, you will live a happier life. Happy life. Like you said earlier, you tell you was like, you know, be honest with it. You ain't even got to be honest with the people. Just shut the hell up and do what you're going to do. Up. And then, I mean, let the people do what they gonna do. Just shut the hell up. Do you think I care what either one of y'all doing after the show? I don't give a damn if it involves what's going on between your legs. I don't care. I'm, all I'm gonna say is, is if I if I happen to find out and I don't like it, and it's somebody, I'm gonna say, "Hey, Quan, don't do that." We look, we look, we know, we know you at the praise and worship, ain't right? Church service over. Uh, uh-uh, not at all. If praise and worship ain't good, we ain't staying for service. Really. Don't yuck my yum, but guess what? I'm worried about me. I'm not right. You right, but I, I just you want I, not somebody harming you, <laughs> doing something to you you don't want them to do. But I, I'm gonna say, Quanta, you don't want them to do that to you. Don't let them do that. If you are a willing participant, I hope you have the greatest time you ever had. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck about it. But that's the problem. It's people that want to put. Let me tell you something. I thought about this the other day, and I could be wrong because I have not delved off into a whole lot of other religions because I think all religions are horseshit, and that's why I'm at in my walk. Okay, that's why I'm at. I just think it's a bunch of a load of bullshit, all of it. But if that's what you do and that's what you like and that's what you do, because all, all you can do is what you know, you know, right. until you decide to do something else. So if that's what you believe, you don't know why. I know you don't know why, because it ain't no reason why. It's because somebody told you. But that's, you know, that's not neither here nor there. I know why I believe what I believe. You know, I mean, well, maybe you do. And there you go. If, if that's what, I mean, on, guess, guess what I don't. Give a fuck. Do I <laughs> my do with me, and I'm okay with you believing whatever. So, but this is my point. I've not seen, at least not in this. I, I don't know of any. I don't know. Maybe they do it in other countries here. But here, where well, we are predominantly uh, Christian-driven, Christian-based, where what you? Mm, I would say Christian-leaning. But keep going. Christian leaning, Christian, they didn't let they pass leaning. God damn it, they didn't fail. That leaning, is, you know, shit. 
this is not about religious freedoms here. This is about be a Christian or maybe some other shit that we might uh, terrorize you over. If you don't I'm leaning on, lean on, on Jesus. No, that's not. not, not I know what I mean. What I've been doing. What are you doing? Now that's you this time. That's me this time. I'm right, sorry. I had clicked some on my computer. My but, the, but but for for us here in the United States, for us to be um, quote unquote, um, you know, have religious freedom. I don't have know. Religion. I don't know of anyone else's religion here that forces their religion on others. Not one. I don't see anybody Muslim trying to legislate for everybody to get on their knees and pray at noon. I don't see any other religion <laughs> trying to say women should do this with their bodies. I don't see any other religion, not just that you practice what you believe, because that's fine. I want you to practice whatever you believe, as long as it don't harm my ass, okay? But they actively legislate. They actively work towards converting your everybody else to whatever to fit in this christian pocket every fucking yeah. thing where you what you're doing at school you gotta put you gotta put your hand on the bible when you get up in our courts you gotta you know we got to sing the praise and worship before we have a fucking football game like everything it's got to go a certain way and the way is to christianity and i don't know of another religion that is that oppressive in this country that we in it's really in this country it is right now it's oppression it's yeah. everybody got to do in it. You can talk about religious freedoms all the fuck you want to, but everything has to be done in a, from some type of Christian base. Okay. And that that's, that's not freedom to me because if I don't want to be imposed upon by your Jesus, I don't want to be, I ain't had no Muslim walk up to me and try to convert me. And, and and try to legislate that conversion. I ain't the most the most the most basic rule of people's rights, and this is what people will kill me because they don't quite get this most time, is that your rights end when they start infringing upon my rights. So if I'm gay and I want to get married, Equana, you don't think the gays should get married? My marriage ain't got nothing to do with you. Like don't why is somebody you, gay? That's all don't, just, if you don't want gays to get married, don't marry one of them. Don't like. But, but they, but they, they are so, but like, but they are, they are so like crazy with it where, well, just because you see a guy kissing and you don't like guys, that's a friend's friend. Look somewhere else. If you don't want to see guys kissing each other on pose, don't watch pose. Like if you don't want to see lesbians but, on the TV, yeah, don't watch that TV but show. But the family at the dinner table praying over the damn meal. Maybe I don't want to see y'all praying over y'all food. I don't, right. I don't, if so, free, damn it, I don't want your shit on my stuff either. Hey, can I jump in for one second? Go ahead. Good morning. My hair keep doing something stupid. I gotta take this down. So what I'm gonna say first about this whole uh well, Bob, I, I'm with you, Quana, on the you know the America and Christian, you know, they I'm have, with you on everything. They, they, we, they like to say that you know America was founded on the Christian values, and not, not, that's actually not true. Basically, you know, they came over here to get away from being kind of uh, what God deserved and how you know what church to go to. That's why they came over here. The folks that signed the um, Constitution, they weren't even we are not sure that they was Christian themselves. It's just that mo um, values to be a good pe people. 
good people values are basically good Christian values. So, you know, but, you, you, but part of what they did was conflated the two. And I'm with you is they want every, you know, the, um, the Jehovah Witnesses. Now, you know, they want you to, they try to get everybody to be Christian, live Christian. But that's something that Jesus didn't do. Jesus said, choose ye this day whom you will serve. He didn't say serve me. He said, you decide who, if you're going to serve me or not. So there's a lot of so-called Christians decide to do things and say things in the name of Jesus that he and actually did not say or did not do. And he don't uh, know them. He don't know them. They don't know the it's real. It's a majority. It ain't even some. And it's definitely. Well, and, and, and it's because it's what they were taught. And they decided to just, you know, stick to that little piece right there and not study themselves. Another one that says study to show that self-approved. I mean, they ain't studied nothing. They just listen to what he said. But that's been my problem with most Christians is because they've allowed these people, the, the that, that offshoots of people to represent you all. So that's for me, and, and so I get, and for a lot of it, it's like for me, some Christians are like Alabama fans and um, Beyonce fans. Like you get, you're standing so hard for you know who it is you looking up to is getting on my nerves. And you know you they don't even feel about themselves the way you feel about them. And you and so you know it's your I've it's been those saying that for years following <laughs> them, following these leader leaders. When I saw the leaders sitting their asses around that table licking Trump ass crack, I said, oh, shit, now y'all got a problem. Y'all need motherfuckers dress this shit. Y'all need to get a hold of these motherfuckers right quick. And nobody got a hold of them. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is, this is my problem. It's because those are the ones who are upheld. Those are the ones with these followings where they're getting up here teaching people bullshit, like teaching them harmful things to go out and do to other people. And if that's not what you stand for, that's that's not what Jesus said. Some of that I'll say, tell the people what he said and get our hands yeah. over top. But, 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 that, but they don't, but they don't, they don't want to do that because they don't want to do that because then they end up losing power. And anytime, uh, any, anytime, anytime you have a system of oppression, anytime you have systems of oppressions, those systems work on a power dynamic that the people at the top have that people don't have. So in order for you, even when we talk about fixing racism in this country, I don't think racism will ever be fixed in this country because the white power segment who have all the power will never give up that power. They will never, they are, they are right now planning to overthrow this government on the low. Actively, like they yeah. literally are trying to overthrow the government on the low. No, they keep trying to steal y'all. No, 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 you're right. You're right, Quana. You're right, sis. I'm sorry. Correct me, sis. Sis, I like you, friend. No, correct me. They're not. They're, yeah, they are not even doing it on the low. They are doing it out in public, and we are not paying attention. You know, we are absolutely not paying attention. And I thought one, I want to go into some other stuff, but I want to say this. I have been looking at all of these like voter suppression laws they've been doing. And I'm just going to say this. If you're listening to this and you live in one of those states which we live in, whatever their rules are, find out what their rules are and let's just play them better than them like we always did. We That's how we've always, we've always had to deal with the bullshit and we've always had to be better. Like like the people in Georgia mad because they can't vote on Sundays. We ain't never been able to vote on Sundays. But we still get out there and do what you need to do. Is it wrong that they are that, that they are doing this? Yes, it's absolutely wrong. incorrect. It's wrong. It should never happen. But at this point, this is the doggone 
lemon sandwich that we got. Put some sugar on it, make it a sweet lemon sandwich or something. But like we we were whining and going home. So well, I'm not gonna play it. That's 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 feel great. Like that's feel great. Like go out and still vote and show them that we can still take over. Because this is crazy. Like there are not enough of them. They, they are literally right. dying on the vine. Yeah, they, and, and they but they found out a way to make it to make it to get to get some sort of power. Gerrymandering number one. That whoop, Quan, that's gonna be a whole nother show. We need to do a whole nother show on gerrymandering. Cause people don't even understand that. They don't even understand that. They about to, because it's about to affect this next election. If they don't do anything on a federal level, it's about to be a problem. Child, oh, oh. you ain't getting on my Okay, let's spin into the last statement. Okay, because I'm tired of politics. We we have to come back on that. So, Derek, huh? Um, how the um, how the um, the STIs coming with the children down there in Tuscaloosa? They are they being safe? Y'all know we always talk about sex and politics. Um, well, I'll say, well, this is what I tell them when I talk to the children. I call them all my children. I tell the boys, y'all fucking, but the girls is fucking fucking. Oh, wow. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the on, the camp, the, on my campus of Stillman College, the boys are having sex. Mm-hmm. But the girls is fucking. I ain't surprised. I've been told y'all how these little girls is a different breed. And they be doing it with the boys, the girls, the other <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. And and when I say these things, they all agree. I agree. And I, I ain't like if I have to do some notifications of STI, you know, like, you know, tell you you've been exposed. For the boys, you know, I might like say one or two, and uh, oh god, David, I ooh, it's just, I don't know, but I and, and I'm working on something to talk to my young ladies, and they and, and if y'all follow me on Facebook, they don't like to use condoms, and I ain't go, I'm I'm not trying to dog out my young ladies, I love them to death, but the boys coming in to get tested, like she told me, she was like she was like I'm good, what you think I got something you ain't gotta use no condom. And just going in. So they go end up not using the condom because if they end up not, you know, having sex, then they're gonna say they're gay and all these other kinds of things. And it's just a whole cycle. That is really aggressive. And that's what happens. It's crazy. And wow. I, I test them and they be like, uh uh-uh, uh, after you know condom, then I talk to them about using the female condom, the, the internal condom. Baby, they be like, um, that don't even look like it feel good. I ain't gonna be able to feel nothing with that. So, um, you can keep that, baby. What? Wait, you not even gonna try? Uh, uh, I don't even want to try. Like, I don't know what's going on with. I don't know, Quanda. What we need to tell the what? What I need to tell the young ladies? You asking me? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell their mammies. Like this, this, this stuff. Like these young girls that I, I, I've, I've observed this having teenage sons and the way that these young girls act and I've seen it out in the public and see how they act and they act just like their mamas and their older cousins and the women who are around them. This is why Aunties. they act like that. 
And so, you know, you know, when people say stuff like, oh, the parents, no, really, seriously, this, this is why these young girls act like this. And so much of it is social media. So much of it is cultural, you know, like seeing women over-sexualized constantly, seeing women as um, using sex to get things that they want, you know, whether it's $40 or a pair of shoes or whatever, this is what you use your pussy for. So they didn't see their mamas do it. They didn't see 13 boyfriends come, they mama would post a new boyfriend or the whatever, and if they don't post them, they still come in and out. They're exposed to too much too early. They are let to sit around and listen to conversations that they should not be listening to and things are not explained to them. So they think these things are means to an end. Like I said, everything has to have context, everything. So if you're gonna let your young daughter sit around and have conversations or listen in the conversation and you and your homegirls talking about sex and she just like me, you know, we just alike, you know, this a mini and me, you know, they think that shit cute. It's not, it's really fucking not. You know, my daughter, she just like me. What am I going to do? Because I, you know, I don't know what the fuck you need to do. Because if you're telling me a child is just like a fucking 30, 20, 30 year old woman, 40 year old woman, that's not Ain't nothing cute about this. And what's so sad I, is she probably is. She got my attitude. Uh, Yeah. And it ain't cute. Like, at you know, all. Oh. should be acting like a fucking adult. And this is the problem. And it, it is. I mean, this my <laughs> that first conversation I had to have with them about sexting was because a little girl was sending her pussy to the little boys, sending them text messages of it. And I told them, you better not get it, nobody coochie cat on your phone. <laughs> he <laughs> got control when come on his phone. They will say that you are, are producing child porn and you will go to yep. jail. Like I had to yep. explain He can't send it out. He can get it. He just can't send it out. But listen, I'm telling you, I, 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 don't, I don't want no problems with none of the shit. I got you, I'm just saying. But this, this is the kind of stuff that they're doing. They are doing it so young. Like I didn't look at their pages and stuff like that. And it's, and all this, and one girl had her little shorts and her ass was up. And I'm like, why at y'all age at 14, 13, do little girls feel like this is how they need to represent themselves? You got married. I'm telling you, let me also say this, because this shit done been pissing me off. Okay, so let me. What is it? Tell us. This is along the same line. Okay. And a part of little girls growing up too fast. All this motherfucking weed, all these nails, all this makeup. Okay. I have seen so many little girls on my timeline that look like they older than me. There ain't nothing wrong with your daughter. Half down your, your whole butt crack. But hold on. But but we walk up and approach your little girl. You gonna want to fight. But I'm. But this is this is a this is a part of a larger issue. When you're talking about being an individual, when you're talking about letting your children, you know, because people use that as a scapegoat. Like, well, I let my daughter, you know, express herself. Okay, well, I'm not going to let my daughter express herself looking like a goddamn 40-year-old woman. She can, not, she can I, express I, herself I, looking I, appropriately. She can look I, appropriately I, and express I, herself. You can get your nails done and not have them out the hill. You can get your hair done and not have 32 inches down to your ass at 14. Ain't no motherfucking teenage daughter mind going to have no fucking lashes on her eyes. It's not going to happen. It's just not. Not a goddamn 12, 13 years old. You're not going to What the fuck you need them for? This is the kind of stuff that parents being cool with their kids, they think that they're supposed to, you know, well, I, I don't feel like that's really a big deal. This is, why do, ask your daughter. You're going to be 20 and not have no lashes at all. Why does she feel like she needs to have hair down her ass? 
Why does she feel like she needs to have lashes out to here? Why does but she Quana, need to have nails but, out to here? This is, Quana, these are the questions you need to ask your daughter. Why do she need this? Quana, but they but they we start doing this to little girls like before they can even walk. Like and that and and and, I, and I'm a grandfather. I don't have daughters, but I have some. I have three beautiful little granddaughters, and I I don't understand why you feel like a little girl has to have long hair. She don't have to next time have long hair. You don't need to put no four inches of the weave and no doggone three year old hair. Like you don't need to do that. We're te we're teaching them that, that we 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 start out by teaching women that y'all are not enough from the beginning. Well, yeah, the fact the, the the fact that you have to wear makeup. Why you gotta wear makeup? Why do you have to wear makeup? That's, that's a that's an offshoot of this, but I'm specifically talking about from a sexual standpoint. Right. Where are the images coming from? With women, all over. With hair, nails, lashes, shorts up your ass, but you know, titties out. Where where do these images stem from? And you need to be understanding why your daughter feels like this is what she needs to look like. And as a parent at 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, you need to be saying to your daughter, you're not going to look like that. Now, who bought it? Yeah, who bought it? Huh? My question is, what you about? Who bought it? Girls ain't going out buying it themselves. They're not scheduling these appointments and telling the damn stylists what they want. Their parents are letting them get it. Their no, and what, I'm going to... I'm gonna boost you one up. Guess what? They parents ain't letting them get it. They parents are getting it for them. Well, that's they what I'm saying. saying. That's what you're saying. Oh, okay. So when you're asking me what to do, this is a prop. This is a parental problem, and it's our generation. It's us. It's 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 the thirty year olds. It's the ones who had children in high school. It's the ones right after after them who had children in our twenties and shit. This us. And so we, we have, you know, we think because we have learned how to compartmentalize certain things that that's something that you can just transition over to a child. You cannot. You have to provide context. That's where your parenting comes in. That's when you yeah. hard stop things and say, no, that's you can be mad. All your little friends can have on their ass 55. If you, I, I don't have a problem with you having colors. If you're a child, because to me, I had to see grown women with all that rainbow shit in their fucking head. Let the little girls do that. But if that if that's what you want, that's fine. That's fine. But it needs to be appropriate. There are appropriate links. There are appropriate everything. Everything has context that you can do for a child. But when you see these little girls out, I don't know if you fucking seventeen or got unless they have these bodies that look like twelve year olds because a lot of them do. But everything else look like a damn thirty five year old woman, and their parents be right with it. Like, oh look at my daughter, she fast, she is. This is how they talk about their daughters. So when you see that, don't be surprised if they fucking fucking in college when they're away from their parents. And then they go tell them. So a lot of the parents know about it and they cool with it. You still ain't giving no guidelines or context. Cause if you're gonna go out and fuck fuck and I can't stop you, at least I can tell you the pitfalls of fucking. I don't know, ma'am, because they don't know the difference between the STI and the yeast infection. Well, because I'm telling you what the, what's not happening is that background is not being given. The context is not being given. I mean, I know they're just letting them be, you know, let them do whatever, you know. I had a girl to them or say nothing about it, or they're gonna re ready to fight. I had a whole girl, she 20 years old, and they never had a coochie chick. I ain't never had a coochie chick, and they had a coochie chick because her mama told her it hurt, so she didn't need to get a chick. All right, well, you need to have a talk with your mama. Tell her, I said there's something else going on with her. If her coochie hurt like that, would she get a chick? 
So she called me last week and said, Mr. Derry, I went, I got the car and I went to the doctor and I said, I need a whole overhaul. I need you to check the rooter to the tutor. Yeah. yeah. But, but you'd be surprised how many people in our age group don't know, you know, things they should know about their bodies as, as Oh, we've had a whole conversation. We had a whole podcast about that with a woman who didn't know what her vulva was. Yeah, so I mean, so it, it is it's it's you know, but again, we're talking about generational things. We came from parents who did not talk to us about sex at all. Mine did. All we were told about sex was don't do it. That's it. Mine didn't say that. You know, they didn't they didn't talk to us at all. We were given nothing. So when you transition into us now being parents, you know, young women being parents of daughters, instead of us then telling our children what we learned, you know, and what the pitfalls are. The problem with it is a lot of people still haven't learned, you know, like I said. Because you try, but you also trying to be perfect. You you also trying to be perfect. And I tell your your mother you was a thought. No, I see very few trying to be perfect. Oh hell no. They ain't they don't give a fuck about perfect. They just trying to get what they can get and pussy is the way to getting a lot of it. And so that's that's what I see the most. Um, so get you I just want to add one thing to what Quanta said when she was like, you know, talking about what the girls are seeing, their mama's doing, and all that. I think I've said this before. We, when a lot of people ask the question why, you know, young men don't respect women and stuff like they did before, because the same thing the young ladies are looking at their mamas do. The boys, they sons are sitting there looking at the same thing. They see Mr. Uh, but Charles come on the third every week because we know that's when the light bill do, and then uh, Cedric gonna come when the uh, gas bill do. But you know what the crazy thing is, and I see this a lot on social media, is men who talk about women, you know, in that way, like, oh, you using, you know, y'all just this, and you just using, well, you got a new man every week, and you did, and half of they, they half of them got three siblings, and they all got different daddies. Mm-hmm. I see a whole lot of reflective shit on my timeline. Like, because you feel like that's what women supposed to do. Because the stuff that you calling these young women out for, your mammy did in doing it. Probably a lot of them. You, you, how many stepdaddies you on? How many men did you see come through your mama house? Because a lot of their mothers did the same stuff. Little boys see the same thing that women see. I and I have always been this way. I'm not the type of person that's about to be, you know, especially when my children were younger. They never would have known somebody was here. Never. You're not going to catch the sun, sun coming up over here. Because, right. no. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and, and I just, it's just me. I don't, I'm not going to want to have to explain it to my child because they're going to wonder. And they probably going to ask me. You know what I'm saying? So, but a lot of people aren't. And a lot of people go in and out of relationships so fast. So, you know, now it's a new person around. You know, and they don't think about their transition to, for a child when they recognize what kind of relationship it is, you know, when they know it's not just a friendship, like, like that's your boyfriend. So now they know you got three boyfriends that they knew about this year. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's fine. If that's what you want to do as an adult, it's just June. But we have to watch the things we expose our children to. Absolutely. They know that smell. They know that smell when y'all. Okay. 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 They know what that is. <laughs> so, long story short, start at the parents. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? By the time they get to me, it's too late. 
Yeah. What do we do now? And it's, and it, I, I feel sorry for a whole lot of them because they don't know in the belt. I just want to punish their mama in the face because they don't know in the belt. So it's I got to start over and help you a little bit, but shit. Yeah, I, I wish more parents would learn. You know, like I said, you still have men out here saying click C L I C K. <laughs> Women too, shit. Yeah, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I really wish more people would educate themselves so that you could share these things with their kids when you're talking to them. If you're going to let them be in your spaces with adults and around adult conversations, you need to be talking to them sidebar or in the moment and explaining the things that you're talking about so they understand. Because they yeah. don't understand. They just kind of create their own reality. And it listens You to know, one, one, one good thing one good thing happened this legislative season is the fact that they're going they actually finally okay to do comprehensive sex ed in schools, which I think is gonna help out or should help out a lot. Um it ain't gonna happen because, in Tuscaloosa. It what? It ain't gonna happen in Tuscaloosa. Why not? They don't even want you to say condom, let alone show it to them. Talking child, they the school. It was parents sued the school board because the child saw a condom and went home and told his mama that there was he saw a condom and the condom was damn in the latest bag that was doing the education. It wasn't even for them. Child, it's a whole different world in Tuscaloosa. But but that goes back to that whole sexual repression that Quanah was talking about earlier with these folks trying to tell me what to do with their bodies. Me showing you a condom is not going to increase your chances of having sex. It will decrease your chance of having a baby or catching the STD while having sex. But you're going to have sex. You're going to have sex anyway. It, 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 you. Okay, I'm sorry. Huh? It's Quanda Froze. Now you froze up Quanda, you just stop. What? Is that a picture though? What? That should be a me. I'm gonna need you to do something about that. <laughs> anyway, Quanda's probably gonna log back in. But, so anyway, um, but, but yeah, we 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 gotta do a better job with our kids. Like we 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 have to. That's just not even a uh given at this point. Um, so look, so we're coming to the close of our first episode of season four. Same crowd, different day. Uh, next week, we probably won't be as live. We will be in the studio back in the hitch, uh doing what we do. Uh, thank y'all for listening. There, before we go, come on. I wish Quan, I won't kind of come back on. But I want to get some words of, of party wisdom before we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to start. Maybe Quan will get back on before we end. So this is what I want to say. Um, this has been a very, very hard year. For most people, uh, people have lost their lives. People have lost their livelihoods. People have lost family members, relationships. Uh, so even though we're starting to open back up, let's see, Quanta just sent me a text message. He said it's storming. Storming. Okay, her internet went out. So Quanta's internet went out. So I guess we just gonna close it out ourselves. Um, but um, but you know, I know things are opening back up. But we still need to be careful. Like, we, just because you've gotten vaccinated, just because the cases are going down, we still need to be careful. 
Um, I said earlier, I'm always going to wear my mask just because if I'm around a bunch of people who I don't know what that COVID status is, I'm going to have to just be careful. Um, but there's too much stuff going on right now. We got people shooting each other for no apparent reason. Not that that's new because we were doing that pre-COVID. You just would have thought that we had learned something during COVID, which is now blatantly obvious that we, that we have not. <laughs> so my message is just do better, people. Just, just do better. There, what you got? So, um, I don't know why I hear myself like that, but um, I guess for me, with all that's been going on, and when, um, for those of you that don't know, June is Pride Month, um, and I want to challenge everyone to be what I would call a better person. And when I and by that I mean I'm gonna need a drink on this one. No, I, no, I understand. When I better people, in that you don't know how what you do or say affects other people in a positive or a negative way. That somebody may be going, and people probably heard this before. Somebody may be going through something. And just by the way you say hello or do all those other kinds of things can affect people's day in a way that you just don't, in ways that you don't understand. And sometimes it's not for you to understand, but just knowing that that positive, it doesn't even have to be a word. It can just be a smile and a nod or whatever could affect someone's day in very positively. And also the other way around. Just but you having that bad day and you know that look you got on your face ain't got nothing to do with that person that's next to you. But just because you just looked at them like they could have burned on down because they just in your way. You know, they you that could have a the total opposite effect on them. So, you know, on the one of the things on the little uh customer service people, they always say when you answer the phone, smile, even if you don't feel like it's to make it seem like, you know, you're having a good day. Think about somebody else's day as you're going through your day. And if, if you lift yourself up, that may be lifting somebody else up too. No, yeah, I mean, you know, again, that's if lifting you up can lift somebody else up as well. Right. The only person you got to live with for the rest of your life is yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody else. And I guess I'll end with all that saying, if you can't be good, be good. Be good at it. <laughs> Look, y'all, this was fun. Let us know what you think. Check out our Facebook book uh, pages. Our Facebook book. <laughs> page. right, it was rocking. It was rocking. Um, he has productions. You can leave a comment on this thread. Um, if Check out, um, just check us out. We'll be back next week again. Uh, our podcast will be available tomorrow morning on iTunes. Um, all of the, the podcast platforms, wherever you get your podcast, this will be downloaded on that tomorrow. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate the conversation, fellas uh, and lady. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Peace. All right. Peace. Bye.